Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What song do you want to hear, Dan? Beer! 1500 ESPN's Beer Show is on the air. Presented in part by Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Now, alongside Mike Fratelloni, here's Chris Reavers. Hey, it's Thursday night. That means it's beer show night right here on 1500 ESPN. Of course, you can find us online at 1500ESPN.com. We are also available on Podcast One. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Hello, good sir. How you doing, Reavers? I'm good. I'm going to turn the Twins game on, if that's okay with you. Yeah, sounds we are, good. We're on, in what, what are you going to turn it on? On our beautiful... TCL Roku 4K television set. We are live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios, by the way. Manny Hill, he's over there. Hi, Manny. What's going on, fellas? Manny's been uh, managing my mood swings today, so I really appreciate that. As I got you a little extra brother. work. Is that as he does basically every day? He's okay. uh, he's a he's a great. Uh, it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it. You know? <laughs> um, so uh, we are going to have our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits here in just a couple of minutes, and also uh, our friends at Sociable Ciderworks, which mm-hmm. I see you've. Uh, You've already met the folks over there at Sociable. I'm drinking a little road rash as we speak. You know, you know what? Talk I, to me. I just tried some of that the yes. other day. It's great. It is good. It is fantastic. I didn't know you were a cider guy, man. Yes, okay. absolutely. Okay. I, okay. I, I love like Sociable, too. You know, what's funny is I never really was a cider, and I never... It's because I wasn't really a sugary guy when I wanted a drink. I was sure. primarily a beer guy or a whiskey, whatever, yeah. you know, kind of a guy, but these guys make great stuff. Yes, they do. They really do. Um, so I'm excited to see. And I won't get up. gassy. Yes. Yeah. So good, that's that's good. good right? Always. always I mean, not that anybody ahead. on the radio necessarily cares because I was, you know, I'd shut off my mic if things were to happen. Are you? Because you're you're more you're less of a beer drinker than I am, Michael. Um, I am a uh, very wide but not terribly deep meaning i'll have a ton of different beers whoa but i won't have 10 in one day i got you right i got you might have seven of the exact same beer and then just keep going and just keep going i'll have one of that beer one of the another beer and so on so uh i found a story earlier today doing news for mr Hyde. you come across various things and i came across a story and i'm Part fascinated, but also part really upset with myself. That you didn't hear this? That, that I had not heard this until today. Really? Um, and in fact, I think this may even have been discussed uh, on this show by either a guest or maybe it was Ryan or Tom from Elevated. Okay. Um, but there's a new brewery in town that's... 
basically say, five minutes from my house. Oh, I thought you were going to say Toptional. And I'm like, please say Toptional. What's that? Where you don't have to wear a shirt. Oh. <laughs> I've never heard that term. You're like, oh, there's this cool new place in Minneapolis or St. Paul that Mike's been to. No, you were okay. Yeah, it's. I was making a joke because there gotcha. are some new places that are optional in the Twin Cities. So I basically drive by this place. It's the, the new one down in Jordan, okay. and I drive through Jordan at least two or three times a week because sure. of baseball. If I'm going to Faribault like I am tonight, you and I'm leaving no my choice. house, I that's where I go. Because on I the way wanna... home, you'll go to through absolutely. Jordan. So. Uh, it's in a historic complex, originally an 1860s brewery, and it's in downtown historic Jordan. Are you familiar with the Jordan I, I know the uh, Rademachers well, and they're in Jordan. Okay, so you know where the ballpark is? The Minimet. The most, one of the yeah, most, I, I think so. I, don't, I almost used the I word. Ooh, really? The mayor would have been mad yeah. at me. One of the most historic baseball stadiums in the entire state. Okay. The Minimet in Jordan. It's essentially across where the highway that runs by, that's Highway 21. Yep. It's Right across there from where the ballpark oh, is. Oh, good idea. And so it includes, uh, oh, here is it here? Where is it here? Two patios for outdoor sipping. There's a tourist attraction, a 40-foot cavern carved into the bluff that's directly behind the hmm. building. Uh, are they going to bail barrel age in there? Or are they going to let people go into that cavern? Well, the cavern... I heard this horrible stories about these 12 little Thai kids that... No, it's probably so, not the same. They won't probably get caught in there. I think, it's a, me. I think it's a tad bit different <laughs> okay, than that okay, one that was it. in Thailand. That was a horrible story. No, yes. so this one is, that part is used to chill beer during cool. the decades that the place operated as a brewery. Built in the 1860s, the old brewery has been home to several beer makers, including uh, and Kaiser in the early 1900s uh, and later Kaiser. the Mankato Brewery. During Prohibition, the brewery was used as a fish hatchery with eggs stored in the cooling caves until beer production resumed hmm. but the brewery fell on hard times it was gutted by fire in 1954 and had been vacant for years when uh gail anderson bought the property in 1972 at a tax delinquent auction she was the only bidder anderson sold a half interest to a business partner and began cleanup and restoration of the building then sold her half to her the partner's widow after he died but the project lagged, and by 1990, the city planned to demolish the building due to a lack of improvements to the property. So Anderson repurchased it and began an extensive renovation. The first Again, floor the became, same woman? Yes. No, good for her. Became commercial space currently occupied by an antique store. Anderson also added five apartments on the second and third floors. When the project was completed, she moved two historic Jordan houses onto the property, one of which was also renovated and includes an additional apartment. Uh, I have a great idea. Mm-hmm. Let's name it a beer and breakfast. You can stay in Boom. the rooms this upstairs. Is why you're here. This is why it's you're a, here. It's That's Jordan's great. beer and breakfast. Yes. That is not like a bad that. idea, right? I like you come that. down there, get a little schnookered up, and then go upstairs and go to bed. Sometime the next morning, they're going to make you eggs and bacon, and you go right back at it's it. It's funny you say that, because yes. now, Mike Fratelloni, it's time to put your money where your mouth oh, is. Oh, no. Because Coakland, uh, the person referred to earlier in the story, mm-hmm. bought the place in 2011. Her grandmother died last year. A brewer, Tim Routes, was months away from opening a brewery in the space when mudslides heavily damaged the building in 2014. Okay. I remember reading that story on GL. Uh, the Jordan Brewery was forced to find a new location a block away. Then it was renovated. The, 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 the five apartments were renovated in the state, funded and managed stabilization of the hillside. The property is on the National Register of Historic Places. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for that person to step away. I don't have the money to take it to the next level, she said. It'd be a nice to pass the torch. Nice. Here we go. So, beer and Mike Fredoloni's 
Fred Ace Hardware Garden Stores, and Jordan Beer and Breakfast. That's not so. So the brewery is not in there, or is in there? I don't think it is, but okay. it's a, a, the the so the so complex is a whole historic area. Whole covers eight acres and includes more than eleven thousand five hundred square feet of finished space, and it's only listed at one and a half million dollars. If you took your money and I took my money. We could have almost eleven hundred dollars, and then we'd have to just find somebody that had near one point four nine nine million dollars. Can I borrow eleven hundred dollars? <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> but I mean, think about that. So, close. so you already have the retail space. Yes. You put in a, a small little cute hardware store. Yes. You got the antiques um, deal next to it, and then so, you got apartments up there. Boom, brewery. We're in l- business. Love it. Okay, I love it. Other than the fact that Joe Rademacher, a buddy of mine, owns Jordan Ace Hardware already. Dang it. So I'd be, you know, but Joe should open another one in there. <gasps> there and Joe's go. off the charts. He'd love it. Wait, where's where's the hardware store? Right next Jordan? to um, Jordan's Fresh Market, I think it's a uh, Rademacher's Cub. Maybe. Oh yeah, or, you know the grocery store. Yeah, they yeah, own yeah. Cub stores, and and uh, he, he this is a guy who owns his hardware stores and Cub stores, like Cub food stores. Ooh, and I think, well, why do you mess is with? He hardware in trouble stores? after the news of today. I just no, no. What happened? Oh, uh, Super Value sold. Oh, I didn't. Two point nine billion dollars sale to. Uh, it was an outfit United. Health Foods or United Foods Group. Yeah, it might be better for them. You One never know. Those two. Right? Okay. They're still going to get service. Oh, of right? course. Of yeah, course. Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be perfect. All right. So that's a bad idea. So I'm okay, glad I so brought that up. All of that being said, all of what we heard, where is the actual brewery in Jordan? We don't know. Do we know the name of it? We didn't uh, We didn't find that out. What, at does all. it say the name of the brewery? Uh, let me look here. Okay. Uh, Scroll. Uh, I'll take a sip of my drink. Here. You do that? No, I don't have a. I'm hmm. sorry. I think it was just called the Jordan Brewery because okay. that's that's what it keeps being referred to in the story. You know what? If you know, email us or give us a call, Manny. We'll even take a phone call if someone knows the name of the brewery in Jordan. Six five one six four six eight two five five eight seven seven six one five fifteen hundred. If you can help us two idiots out with can that I information, give somebody a little behind the scenes. Really quick, okay. there's a cool gallery of this on the Star Tribune's website, yes. StarTribune.com. This place looks awesome. No wonder it's one and a half million dollars. Okay, so All right, your observation. Uh, sir. My observation, Reavers, you've been on the station for what? How many years? Oh my God! Well, the listeners would say too long. Years and years. Uh, since two thousand and like eight ish. But I want to videotape you the next time you give out the telephone number because your eyes instantly go to the one sheet that's marked on the wall with the telephone number on Even it. Even though I like you don't know it, <laughs> like you've not said it fifty million times. You're like, hold right. on, let me look at the cheat sheet. Right. That's right on the wall. That was really really funny. All right, I'm about to pull a sushi, Manny. We're gonna Just take. Gonna the, we're gonna take these blind. All right, are you ready to go here? Let's go for it. Fifteen hundred ESPN, the beer show. Who? Is this? My name is Matt. Hey, Matt. Do you know what the name of the brewery down in Jordan is? Yep, Tim Roach owns it, and it's called Roach Brewery. Okay, so have you have you purchased or, or tried some of their some of their beer? I'm there quite often. Of <laughs> That's awesome. I, I live in Jordan. Okay, so is it? Am I talking about the right location, right across the street from where the ballpark is? Um, that place was not opened. That, um, as the article was talking about, that is correct. Okay. It was not open. The mudslide came through, and then he opened up um, downtown Jordan. Um, there was an old library that was an old bank prior to that, and so he has now opened up in that location. He's been there for probably a year and uh, almost a half. Okay. okay, so the story was about this building that he was going to open in, but then it didn't actually happen, but he has been now open for a year in a different site in Jordan. Yeah, he's been open for a year and a half. He did not open in that site there because of the mudslide. Uh, took a, a lot of it out. 
Okay. And so he had to move somewhere else and opened up in downtown Jordan. Okay, well, so if I so I live in Carver, Matt. If I'm coming down to go to a meaningless DRS baseball game and I drive through Jordan seven times a week, if I go in there, are they they got normal you know weekend hours and things of that nature? Yep, they're open every day. I believe three or four o'clock to whenever on Thursday, Friday. Saturday, I forget if they're open earlier than 3, but uh, Sundays are open at noon. All right, what what time to... are you going to be there so Reavers can hang out with you when you yeah. can buy him beer? And you can buy me a beer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I go to tacos at the county fair, so maybe on Saturday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what do you, and give us a, last before we let you go, Matt, give us a beer recommendation. What's your favorite brew at, uh, at the brewery? He does a phenomenal job of kettle sours. Oh, boy. Nice. And um, my wife goes down there, likes those, and she's not a big beer person. And a lot of people do uh, like their uh, kettle sours. Um, does a good job with some hazy IPAs. And, uh, yeah, that just does a very nice job. The place is generally always busy. Um, so it's a good place to check into. Yeah, if you're driving down there, just take Highway 21. Yep. And um, like you go into the ballpark, and yep. before you turn right at that last turn downtown, it's right in that corner. Awesome, Matt. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in, brother. Appreciate it. Not a problem. Yep. Bye. Awesome. See, that's a, that's what we do. We just took a phone call. That was not We're only a radio did he show. Take a phone call, but I got a little bit of nervous because he could have been a moron, but he was awesome. Yeah, he was on it. He was great. I mean, like. Does he own part of that brewery? Because so, he was great. Here's not he? what I'm mad about. What? I've lived in Carver for over four no years idea. now. I had no idea this place exists. Well, but he said he's only been open for a little over a year. Yeah, but, but still, you know, a year. I've literally driven through <laughs> Jordan three times in the last week. You'll be you making some be, stops now, won't you? What would no, be very smart of you, Reavers, <laughs> is to maybe invite him onto your to- uh, your radio show because. Maybe it would be kind of nice to know the guy that owns the brewery. That's five right? minutes from my yes. house. So maybe uh, t- it, was, it was Tim, right? Uh, Matt was the guy that No, no, no Matt, uh, Tim, oh, is, Tim the is the guy Tim, that if you're listening, it, yeah. go ahead and call Reavers or, or become a, a Facebook, Twitter friend no, that's cool. of Reavers, and then Reavers will have you on the show. Seriously, sure. though, Jordan is one of the coolest cities in the state. It really, because it's, it's Are just you so. Tell me it's iconic. Or? No, I know. It's, it's, it's perfect small town Minnesota. Mm-hmm. It's got a great ballpark. It's, I love this city, sure. to be honest. I think it's phenomenal. So now I'm going to stop there. What do you <laughs> think about Fred Aloni? Suck it. Good for you. All right. We're going to step away for just a quick moment to come back with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits for the weekly beer run. That's Fred Aloni. That's Manny Hill. This is Chris Reavers. This is the beer show. This is the beer show. Fifteen hundred ESPN. How to like beer? You're tuned in to the beer show. Taste your beer, letting it wash over each section of your tongue. On fifteen hundred ESPN. B double E double R U N beer run. The only thing possibly more important than what beer you're drinking is where to get it from. It's a B double E double R U N. Let's make a beer run with the guys from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. As 1500 ESPN's Beer Show now continues. That's right. It's time for the weekly beer run right here on the Beer Show on 1500 ESPN. We are live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios, and I will try my best not to be distracted by the Twins game on that beautiful TCL TV. But Bases our friends- are loaded. Our, yes, they are. Good. Sorry, good I didn't mean to distract. Dang it! No, I'm distracted. Okay. <laughs> yes. uh, our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits are here in studio with us. And normally it's Ryan or Tom, but those two are very lazy this evening. Mm-hmm. So the hardest working member of the team is here this evening, and that of course is Jackie. How are you, girl? I'm great. Yeah. Well, I know you're in a good mood because I know cider is your jam. It is. And uh, one of the best in the business of cider is here in studio with us. Yes, I have uh, Jeremy with me from Sociable Cider Works. Hello. You got to turn your mic on, Jeremy. That's my bad. There we go. Hi, Jeremy. 
Hello. How's welcome, it going? <laughs> welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. So uh, the game of cider. Let's just talk about that in general. I'm going to talk about sociable first and then a broader perspective of cider. Where was cider five years ago, maybe 10 years ago, and where is cider now, either with you guys or in the broad spectrum? Well, we're actually about to become five years old on Black Friday, so we weren't around, (laughs) Sure. Uh, to keep it very simple. I mean, I started drinking craft beer probably around that time in New York, where I'm originally from. Cider was not even really a big thing, at least in my drinking experience at Mm -hmm. that time. I feel like it was really just going big on the IPAs and just starting to break into sours and more more of that that realm but just overall learning styles and uh, for from my experience there Jackie? wasn't really 5 years ago there going back reverse there wasn't you know sociable wasn't around there wasn't a bunch of craft cideries right you had cedar uh, from uh yeah if the, you if you go to i mean the big thing that was around was cedar from either spain mm-hmm. or just overall just france or even English style, or like, you know, UK, doing big ciders. All right, sure. so let me ask you, what made you personally get into cider? So when I was actually, I moved to Minnesota about three years ago, and I was working in payroll, and I decided I'm tired of working in downtown Minneapolis. I want to get back into the food and drink industry. Sure. Um, started working at a cheese shop, then uh, went to Sociable Cider Works and saw that they had a stout apple a rye apple and it was just confusing me as far as how would they do this what do they do and just how everything was so unique and different i wanted to be a part of it um i also when i decided to get back into the food industry i said i only want to sell a product that i actually care about or believe in cool um so when i tried the cider and tried the just the variety that we that we do provide i said yes this is this is not only something i believe in but i also find it a challenge because the main thing right now in Minnesota is beer. You know, I feel like that's, that's the spotlight. Um, you know, and I go to beer fest all the time and people will blindly come up to you and say, what's your hoppiest beer? And that's, that's where I want that challenge to like get somebody and say, here, try this cider. Hmm. It's different, but it's still really good. And if you learn more about it, you can see the diversity within everybody who's producing cider in the state and just overall in the world. All right. So Jackie, now I'm going to switch to you. So Mm. if I were to walk into one of the two beautiful locations of elevated beer, wine and spirits, by the way, in South Minneapolis or in white bear Lake. And because you guys do such an extensive job of hiring good people that are knowledgeable about the craft beer, about the cider industry, how would you phrase the, the, the cider boom that we've seen? Is it attributed to, the beer drinking boom and some of the people that maybe want a little change of pace, or is it the people that aren't able to consume beer that still want to have a fun and, and, and enjoy their time? What would you attribute it to? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, it was definitely to go hand in hand with the craft beer boom. And uh, I know for myself, I can drink beers, mm-hmm. most beers, 90% of beers. So I want something other than liquor when I go to a, restaurant so tell people why you can't drink beers because they Cause give I you crazy oh, okay you don't so get crazy I have a drunk gluten and, intolerance okay 
And uh, which is a growing population. Yeah, every day. It is because my wife is. Thank the you same for not way. saying popularity. No, no, no. <laughs> population. See the difference there. Well, because I, I personally am affected because my wife is the same way. Mm-hmm. She can't, she can't drink that stuff because she's she she reacts the same way that you would too. Yep. Anyway, I, I interrupted your train of thought. No, you're fine. Um, so yeah, it's uh, I think people became more knowledgeable about it. Doctors and um, that started getting people who weren't medically needing to be gluten free mm-hmm. to turn it into kind of a fad, which it's not a bad one though. I it mean, right. A lot of people feel much better yes. because people who didn't need it feel a lot better and have stuck with it, which brought up the uh, demand, higher demand for products that we need like, gluten-free breads that mm-hmm. don't taste like cardboard and or that aren't nine dollars a loaf yeah the nine dollar a loaf uh bread is tough to yeah, that's sure. one. when you get two days worth of groceries and you spend a hundred dollars it's so rough jackie when you're looking at your shop mm-hmm. is is uh is ciders a big enough chunk of sales that it makes a difference or is ciders Absolutely, kind of yeah. like in the sour realm still kind of boutique-ish it's uh i mean definitely smaller than um IPAs mm-hmm. uh, for a specific category of beer, but it's a huge market, especially during the summer when people, beer drinkers, wine drinkers, yeah, anyone I mean, needs a little bit of change of pace. It's super refreshing during, during the summer where you might not want a heavy IPA or if you don't like IPAs and you are a dark beer drinker, you're probably not going to go for a stout in the middle of summer. So yeah. And to kind of like jump off on that, I think, spring summer fall especially fall harvest season it's just really easy to drink a cider um and not feel heavy or weighed down mm-hmm. um but we've also done our research and 50 percent of craft beer buyers are actually buying cider as yeah. well um when it comes down to like that whole who's drinking cider 52 uh 51 percent of uh people buying cider are actually men Compared to forty nine percent that are women. Oh, I buy your uh, stuff. Yeah. all the time. Yeah, uh, for two reasons. Number one, it's the you one thing get your that wife drunk. I want to get my wife drunk. Uh, <laughs> number two, but 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 number two, because she that's one thing that she'll drink. And number two, it's you know I I'm I've had two IPAs and I want to change a pace. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. that that so that's I I completely concur with what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, Sociable Cider Works, by the way, is the guest here on the beer show, courtesy of our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Two tastings this weekend, Friday at the South Minneapolis location at Hiawatha and 42nd from 5 to 7, and Saturday from 3 to 5 in Wiper Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown Wiper Lake. Uh, I want to get back to your 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 brand and the blend and the yeah. and all the creations that you have because I'm noticing a, uh, a side-by-side of a mixture pack of Sociable Cider yeah, Works. Yeah, so we actually just released our side-by-side uh, summer sample pack. Cool. So... What that is, it's an eight pack. Um, we normally only sold our, our in, fours. Uh, in four packs. Yeah. So now we have the eight pack, which is going to carry two free wheelers, two hopper wheelies, two training wheels, and two road rashes. And to kind of go over those, the free wheelers just our standard cider, dry, similar champagne to prosecco. Hopper wheelie is a dry hop cider. So for the people who love IPAs, hoppy beer, it's a good transition. Cool. Um, the training wheels, it's our scrumpy style cider. It's an old English style way of brewing cider, a little bit hazy. You're also going to get a little bit more residual sugars on that, so it's going to taste like biting into a fresh honey crisp. Mm. And the road rash, what we do with that one is really just amazing. We use whole lemons, 
the pulp and the peel. So pulp is going to give you that acidity, that tartness, and then the peel is going to give you a little bit slight bitterness and as well as uh, aromatics. All right, I don't want to start a firestorm or get you in trouble or, uh, you know, create a public outcry by any means. But I am noticing one thing that's kind of kind of interesting uh, and one of my favorites is not included. Why the hell is an unchained in this thing? I want unchained year-round, dang it, unchained. right now. Unchained. Help me. What What am I thinking you're of? Not, you're not thinking of the sociable cider works. No, it's the it's the one, the cranberry. Oh, Rusty chain. Rusty chain. Rusty chain. I was like, wait, wait. I, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look at you coming. You went deep, though. Rusty yeah. chain. Rusty chain. Coming I want in, it year round. Why can't I have it? <laughs> coming in hot. But it is, I know it's one that's really popular. I'm going to promise you something. Oh. So since this is a summer sample pack, this this is the lineup. But for our fall. Perfect. You know, cran- yeah, cranberries. We're getting fresh cranberry juice from, from Badger Hill, Wisconsin. And it's never made from concentrate cranberry juice or, or like, just reduce this always fresh um, fresh cranberry juice, and that's going to be hitting our fall so sampler pack. Jeremy, whether it's you or Jim, whoever, I bet that's the number one complaint. How come it's already out? What are you talking about? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I just helped it's, create it's the there. firestorm. So, okay, everything's named after bike things. Yes. Is that what I'm getting? Because you, you guys are missing like one of the best names for oh, a beer God, ever, here right? We go. Is this not a good one? Okay, let me now bear with me. It's a little long, You're on but the it radio, could be so. it could be do you like apples? Well I got her number. How do you like them apples? You could name that's a really a beer long that's name. a really long I don't name. That fit on a can. But you, you know what that right? Everybody loves that. Have I you, love it. Have no, has no movie. one seen it's my favorite movie. Well, I mean I, yes. I love that why, movie. Why wouldn't that be a great name for a beer? Or how about just how you like them apples instead of the build up yeah, beforehand. Yeah, but, but you want it to be so ridiculously long, and then you could act it, right? Do you like apples? Well, I got her number. I mean, didn't, How do you like uh, them apples? I believe Evil Twin released a beer or stout or is like. Oh, new, I'm sure Evil new Twin year. has such long names for their beers. Okay. Yeah, like New Year's Eve and a hotel room. So you need like three cans just to fill out the name. I think it's a great <laughs> idea. You're welcome to have that one for free. Take it to Jim because Jim will say, yeah, this whole bike thing's getting tired. I mean, we need to go to a whole no. Goodwill well, hunting. If you, if you actually didn't know, um, Sociable. Um, the name Sociable Cider Works mm-hmm. comes from the word. So Sociable is actually a, a style of bike. It's a precursor to the tandem bike that we have now. Ah. So that's why we have Jim and Wade on the logo um, where they're riding <laughs> a side-by-side Got it. tandem bike. Okay. So Sociable is actually a, a, an actual bike. We have two of them and we normally bring them out to like events which I believe we're actually going to bring out one of them to All Pints North this you, weekend. You and I should go for a ride, Reavers. On a tandem bike? Yes. Why not? It's, it's not cute. one of those front back. It's I'd a side to side. I'd have to have about seven ciders in me before I'm going to do It's a little risky. Uh, so what you were saying, though, Mike, is the name. Rick, that's probably why Jim is in here and sent Jeremy into the Wolf's Den, because he's like, oh, my God, Fred alone, he's going to come, come up, up with another, another idea. Dumb idea. And yes. we're going to have to be polite. <laughs> Brilliant. And that it's really smart, but then... Under our breath, to say, "God, what an idiot!" Um, all right, exactly. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, so was the one thing I wanted to point out to you guys about, or point out to people listening right now, if you have not made the trip uh, to, do we call it? We don't call it a brewery. What do we call it? Uh, it's so legally we are a brewery. It's our tap room. It is a brewery. Yeah. Okay, but your tap room, perfect. Yeah. Um, a plenty of parking because I've done the the tour, but you guys are a perfect spot if you're going to do a bunch of different spots in that area of Minneapolis. Park yes. at your place and then go walk around or bike around or Uber around wherever. Exactly. But make that your focal point. It's because it's a great spot. Yeah, exactly. I And, you know, I think that was also like, aside from having the parking, but just social being part of the Northeast community mm-hmm. is that uh, both Jim and Wade noticed that there was something missing for that community. 
You know, you can go around drinking really great beers all day, but your palate can only take so much. And when you just want something refreshing, yep. crisp, I mean, sociable is right there. And we also have a, a beer lineup that I think is... Did you know this, Rivers? I did not know this. Yeah, so we, we accommodate. You know, we, we brew our own beer on small 10-barrel systems. Okay. And uh, we also have our flagship ciders, as well as a bunch of different infusions. So we... I think currently my favorite that is on right now is the Blood Orange Hoppa Wheelie. It is killer. So it's a beer. Not to get too into the technical issues of how you can get away with this and that because of laws and regulations in the state of Minnesota. This is beer that you can serve on site, but you cannot distribute. Is that correct? Or could mm-hmm. you if you wanted to? Could, but we just, you know, we're, we're, we're you're a cider. We're yeah, you're a cider, cider company. Yeah. So I didn't know that you guys also brewed beer on site. Yeah. That's really how many different beers you said? We normally try to keep anywhere from three to four beers on tap. Okay. Yeah. And then how many ciders would be on tap at any given moment? We have 16 taps. So Holy cow. Yeah. So, so it's, 12. It, yeah. Um, we have a root beer on tap um, for the NA. We also upped our just NA options. We have some LaCroix, some cold-pressed coffee, some kombucha. So, you know. We're looking out for the DD. Come down and kick it, right, yeah. Michael? I like that. Exactly. So, I mean, do you think you, you know, we were talking about this in the green room, how a lot of uh, tap rooms and breweries are making a lot of NA, non-alcoholic stuff, because it's another market that they haven't really touched, but they have all the technology to do it. Do you think um, you guys will do some of that and get it out into cans? Some, You know, it's not going to be LaCroix, but it will be maybe some kind of soda or something? Or? I, I really see us really focusing on our ciders and just, like, mm-hmm. making sure that... Um, you know, I think there's still a lot work to be done as far as like providing knowledge to people about cider. Um, yes, I think we everyone agrees that sociable that like what happened with uh, within the ten years that the big craft beer boom happened in mm-hmm. in Minnesota. It's happening in a, such a quicker time in in Minnesota for cider, mm. and it's growing really fast. And it's gotten to the point where if I go to an event, people are just one, they do recognize us, or they're just really happy that we have... There's an alternative. There's an alternative. Yeah. And it's not just, oh, sociables there. It's like, oh, there's a variety of ciders being represented at a at a tasting or well, a function. that's how it was for me with the first um, beer fest I went to. I think it was, I think actually it was Alpines North um, two years ago. And I went up there kind of expecting, I knew sociable was going to be there, but I didn't expect a ton of options. Mm-hmm. And I had way more than I had expected, and it was awesome. It's I could still go out and drink with my friends at the beer fest and not worry about wasting forty dollars and getting ten dollars worth of cider. I yeah, I got my forty dollars worth. So all right, so Jackie, because you know you work for a, a liquor store and you have to, you're one of the people that helps decide what's going to be on the shelves and brand spacing and things of that nature. What stands out to you as a cider connoisseur? With the guys at Sociable Cider Works. It's, uh, well. Here's your chance to kiss up. One of the first that I had and <laughs> fell in love with. So that is just why they'll always have a special place in my heart. Aw. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just so consistent. It's uh, in the last three years since they've been distributing, it's been consistently a great product, great sales. People still come in and ask for it. Um, it and well, it's growing, but consistent. It hasn't. Uh, it didn't get shot out right away, boom on sales, and then just drop down to nothing. Where we had to 
kill the product. Which happens with a lot of other beers. It does. Right? And, which something's is hot for especially a if it's month. good. Sure. Um, to see it have a really great start and then not continue is mm-hmm. kind of heartbreaking because you don't want to see that product go, but you also can't keep something on the shelf that doesn't sell. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Sociable has been just doing so great, especially at the Minneapolis store where um, people are looking for something local and it's... It's just great. So, Jeremy, back to something you said that I found interesting when you mentioned that they're, the growth of, of the cider industry as a whole, and, yeah. and you guys most notably here are kind of identified as, you know, Minnesota and the Twin Cities cider. You just are. Whether you yeah. like it or not, I'm pinning you guys with that anyway. Thank but, you. But when you, <laughs> but when you see that kind of growth, is it is it the untapped market of the craft beer connoisseur, or is it the, as you mentioned earlier, is it the... The, the wine drinker or the spirits drinker that's that's saying, well, I want something to, what is it? What is that crowd? I, I, I'm thinking that we're actually going into an age where like, it's not just about knowing spirits, not just knowing beer, not just knowing about cider. I think everybody wants to learn about pretty much any bit of alcohol history or facts that they can learn and just being able to absorb it. Um, that's what I feel. I feel like sociable as a as a brand and being part of the their growth we do have that that option to appeal to everyone you know freewheeler is very similar to champagne or prosecco so we get the wine yep. drinkers hop wheelie is a dry hopped cider so we get the beer drinkers and i feel like this is i feel like we we stand in a really good point because the the cider scene is growing and the more it grows the more i feel like different varieties and different brands can come up and also be a part of this and, and grow with us. That's you cool. Know? I could, do you think real quick that the taste differential between ciders of sociable, it's not as noticeable. It's not like, Oh, that tastes totally different than a beer. I mean, it's, it has this kind of same vibe to it. I was drinking the road rash and it kind of tastes like a summer shandy, right? It's called a, it's a shandy apple, mm-hmm. but it tastes like a summer shandy. It's like, well, it's kind of the same thing. I have had a lot of line kugels in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I, if I, if I wasn't paying attention or if you didn't tell me it was a cider, I don't know how fast I'd notice. Is that and true? I, or? I, I think that's more with like the shandy. Mm-hmm. You know, I th- I think uh, the fact that the apple, the base of, of the drink is apple juice. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, it's easier to blend in than, let's say, making a light beer or, you know, using malts and mm-hmm. everything else that is going to provide a pretty heavy flavor and then adding lemon. Sure. I feel like the apple can blend in a lot better and just becomes more of a unified product than, than something where it's like, I'm going to get this and then add lemon at the end. Cool. You know? Yeah. Uh, Sociable Cider Ricks, the guest here with Elevated Beer, Wine and Spirits. Two tastings again, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, Friday from 5 to 7 in the Minneapolis location at 42nd and Hiawatha. And Saturday at 3 to 5 up in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. And folks, this is your opportunity. If you haven't had Sociable Cider Ricks yet, you get to go in the store, you get to sample it, for free. Jackie, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, it's... I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't come. Right. Uh, if uh, you're looking for this tasting, upcoming tastings, all of this is available on Elevated's social media platforms that you guys do a really good job of updating and keeping people informed. Yes. And the website, uh, which if you haven't been to the website lately, it is rebranded, relaunched, and is beautiful. Cool. Um, thanks to Britt, our social media manager. Fantastic. And uh, all the tastings are updated through the end of the year we already have tastings booked in 2019 already. That's how popular it is at Elevator so right now. So if you want to mark on your calendar what tasting you want to go to on December 21st, 
I think that's a Saturday. <laughs> I'm going to guess. <laughs> Lock it down. Um, you can see what tasting that is. Put a reminder in your phone and you'll know. Awesome. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you. Uh, if people, Jeremy, want to reach out to you guys, find out more information about Social Cider Works. I'm assuming everything's available, website, Twitter, etc. Yep. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, and even our own website, sociablecider.com. Awesome. And you can see all the cool events that we have. Um, quick little note, if you don't have anything to do on Sunday, we actually have our Americana Fest. Cool. Which is going to, we do three concerts every single summer. And this one, the music is going to, it's going to be uh, The Last Reveal, Kind Country, Row Family Singers, Collapsing Stars. It's free to get in. Cool. And if you want a drink wristband, it's $5. And a portion of that goes to SECA, Southern Anoka Community Assistance. Cool. So it's a food bank. And then uh, for 60 bucks, you can get a VIP package, which means you don't have to use a porta potty. You can. <laughs> you actually have a full bathroom, your own area. I heard you get to use Jim's private bathroom. You get to in his use office. the executive private bathroom. Yeah. The bucket uh, in his office. Yes. All you can drink. Um, all you can eat from Union Kitchen. Cool. Um, Dulce Bakery is also going to be. I there. love the fact that he said if you have nothing good to do, like, on Sunday, instead of do like wait. This is a great thing. Even right. if you have something fantastic to do, screw this that. is going to be better. To Let's event. go to this. Yeah. Uh, Dulce Bakery is going to be making some really great uh, Mexican baked goods. Uh, she's actually about to open her shop, too. Awesome. And uh, Gohan is going to be providing all-you-can-eat sushi, too. So it's a surf and turf cool. plus wow. baked goods for $60. That's nothing. That's a great deal. And all-you-can-drink. You, all you, can yeah. you can get in there cheaper if you have to. Absolutely. And some of those bands are great, too. The Last Revel. I, th- I know that guy. He's a good guy. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Jeremy, thanks. It's finally good to meet you in person as opposed to a, when I wasn't <laughs> able to come in last time. Yeah. Nice meeting you, too. You got it. Uh, that's going to do it for this week's weekly beer run. And as I mentioned earlier, you can find more information online at the beer show page at 1500ESPN.com. We'll be right back. This is the Beer Show. Let's go drink some beer. On 1500 ESPN. Hello again. This Final segment of the Beer Show here on 1500 ESPN. Manny, leave that up for just a little bit because Mike Fratelloni has an has a interesting question he wants no, to ask. No, yeah, okay, who is this? This Manny. is a Tribe Called Quest. Oh, this is like that. their very first single. Okay. It's called I Left My Wallet in the El Segundo. I'm going to owe you. No, I, I said, is this, wasn't, wasn't the guy's name Black Milk? Who Black you're, Milk, yeah. Yeah, you, you went to that concert. Yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, it yeah. was great. Okay, so I, I just for a little bit did not know that this was Tribe Called Quest. And I said, is this Black Milk? Well, this shows no. the stuff I don't know about music. We are so white. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have known the difference. Actually, I did know this was a tribe. Was the only thing. You know why? I, I because you read Quest. the board and you can read no, the name. Look at, no, look, he, he was playing it off the okay, button whatever, bar. Whatever, whatever. Or, the, or the computer. Or the computer, yeah. You're yeah. so good at knowing rap songs. No, I do love Tribe. Do you? Ask okay. Manny. Yes. Yeah. I know. I believe him. Okay. I, I, that and uh, Wynn Jennings or whoever you like. You know, speaking of music yes. and summer oh, yes. and everything included, because Manny mentioned to us last week that he was, was it at First Ave? Remind me, where Seven was the Street. show? Uh, the show I went to? Yeah. Yeah, it was at First Ave, 7th Street. 7th Entry. Street Entry. Okay. Yep, yep. Um, and Rookie admitted that he went to the Luke Bryan show, and I got nothing against, I actually do, I'm, I'm not a fan of the bro country. At all in any way, I think it's. I think it. I think it's a clear indicator of just how stupid we've become in certain facets of our society. Love it, but all of the viewing parts of the country music scene is phenomenal. People are not mad at those big. Okay, I'm going to tell you. I know nothing about music, and I know doubly nothing about country music. And every big country band I will go see. Because it is awesome viewing. The people are always having a good time. People aren't mad at country concerts. 
right? They're just in a good time. They're drinking beer. The girls all try to look super hot, cute. You know the difference between like hot, elegant, and hot, cute. Hot, cute is I'm going to wear something really cute. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're not trying too hard, but they're having fun. I love country concerts. (laughs) I did not go to Luke Bryan, although I heard Sam Hunt was everybody loved him way more than. Okay. Well, and all of that is very true. Okay. All of that is very true. And you're right. People, for the most part, uh, are always generally in a good mood. Unless it's, you're looking at my girl, you know, kind of a, kind of a thing, which will happen no matter where. I don't where. see that. I don't get that. Unless that it's happen? like Riley Cooper or something, right? Yes. Remember Riley Cooper's oh, yeah. whole thing? That, what, that, what, what country show was that at? I think... Well, I think it was like Tim. Was it Tim McGraw? I can't. Or it was remember. like I don't. I can't remember. What well, it was, because because was... I attended the, what what was the very first show at Target Field? It might have been. Was it Tim McGraw and Kenny Chesney? It was, it was one of those guys. Chesney, it was yeah. one of those. Yeah, well, it was one of those guys. I'm and definitely not the person to answer that question. No, I have you're, no you're, idea. Also, he I'm knows all this other music. stuff, <laughs> but nothing about country. Okay. But I do remember that. And I again, I'm not the world's biggest Kenny Chesney fan. I do like. Um, uh, I'll think of his name in a second. They're great, though. But it was fun. Yes. It was it was summer. It was fun. We were outside. Mm. It was a gorgeous day. You and lift I your had, beer into the air and I just had, hold it up there. I had no. I maybe yeah. knew two of his songs, yeah. but I went with friends, okay. and that was that was the bit. We were just there to have fun. You know what we have to do because the state fair is coming. We have to look at the concert lineup to make sure oh. country. Let's look that up. So right. as you Google that, here's what you look at when folks when you come out to the state fair and you see the beer show. We sit on this little deck and we look out at the the massive crowds of people oh, yeah. walking by. They don't necessarily stop and listen to the beer show but some of you do but country concert nights that's the best it is the best that is the best because everybody's wearing uh short shorts and cowboy <laughs> boots even the dudes wait no wait minnesota state fair grandstand stage lineup 2018 concert series powered by sleep number okay mm-hmm. oh here we go uh we're gonna start you realize that we're less than a month away from the yeah, state fair I, that's why i brought it up all right thursday august 23rd Somebody called Neal Haran Flicker World Tour 2018 with special guest Marie Morris. Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? No, I think you know that. I no think clue. I think I know that. Um, All right, I'm going to pass. Oh, this one. <laughs> but that's the night. So that's the that's night that Thursday would affect night. us. Yes, so is this like a? Night. Is this like a KS95? I think so. Kind yes. of a crowd. Okay. I want to say I've been. But I can't even tell if it's a guy or a girl. But I've I've been to a concert with that person's name there. All right. So <laughs> Reavers was just briefly distracted for about six seconds. I by the was. Twins I was game watching the, the Twins, twins game. game. All right. Friday night, I'd actually would go to this, and that's in the country vein. Sugarland uh, is playing Friday night. I like. There's about three Sugarland songs okay. that I really like. Okay. I would go to that. Um, in fact, uh, Stay is one of her. Is like a. It's a real. Heartstring. Why did he break up with me? Song, but it's really oh, good. Cause, gotta love cause that. she's got an amazing voice. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday, August twenty fifth is a another he sings music slow station. Hands. What you know that song? Slow hands. Uh, I almost just sang that Neil Horan. Okay. I, I, you know that song. No right? idea. Oh my god. Yes. Sunday, August twenty fifth. Earth, wind, and fire with special guest Sinbad. What? No way. Oh, yeah, that I know song. the song. Okay, okay. I just played that song. There, it was not explicit, so well, I thought Wait a minute. Okay. Did you guys miss the line here? Yeah, go Earth, ahead. Wind, and Fire with okay. special guest Sinbad. Sinbad. Oh, so but he's going to do, do a warm-up, yeah. Oh. Okay, wait. That's interesting. <laughs> How does that happen? Earth, Wind, and Fire says, we could help some other great band starting out, but nope, let's get 1980 star Sinbad on Monday, here. August 27th, The Beach Boys. Ugh. Granted... Not Sush will love that. Sush would love it, but yeah. in their current form, they are obviously not as good as they were two decades ago. But or four decades, but ago. still, <laughs> I bet that would be okay. 
I'd, I'd go to that. Yeah, Special guest, the Righteous Brothers. I know you will. Uh, t- Tuesday, August 28th, Good Vibes with Jason Mraz and Brett Denon. I'd go to that. Okay. I like Jason Mraz. I've seen Jason Mraz. Okay. Uh, Wednesday, Country Show, Old Dominion with uh, the Happy Endings World Tour with special guests Neil McCoy and Morgan Evans. Hmm. Okay. That wouldn't be bad. Oh, oh the, no. The other Thursday, True TV's Impractical Jokers. No. You've got the to be kidding The state is screwing the beer show. How is that possible? Come on. Are, okay, wait, but what I don't understand, the guys from the Impractical Jokers are going to come to a segment? Or what are they going to do? Not to mention they're charging 60 bucks to get what? in. I don't get it. What there will not do? be a thousand people at that show. I'm going to tell you, my kids are eight and ten. Mm-hmm. And they watch that show and I'm like, what are you watching? The show's moronic. Yeah. What? That's I don't get a- it. That's, that's a no. For uh, me. Ooh, this yeah, one I would do. No, for me too. Friday night, August thirty first, three eleven, and the offspring. Yeah, there you go. I that'd would go to that. Yeah. I would go to that. Pretty good. Three eleven. You'd sit at a three eleven show and you'd say, "Oh my god, I forgot that they sing that. Oh, I forgot they sing." Yeah. I mean, you twenty songs you'd love. I've seen three eleven live once. Okay. It was, and I knew a couple of their songs from radio play. Sure, they were really good live. They okay. were a really really good live show. Uh, Saturday, September first, Hairball, a oh. bombastic celebration of arena rock. With special guest, our girl, Kat Perkins. Oh, oh there okay. you go. I, I, yeah, yeah. You didn't go to that event. I went to that. You did. I, in fact, I bought her guitar at the auction, and so we got to get pictures with her. She's about like 4'11". Yeah, she is a sweetheart. What a sweetheart. Yeah, she is. How did it go, by the way, now that we've spent the 56 that, that minutes the, of the show? Um, what was it called? It was uh, Beer, Brew Love. Brew Love. Brew Love. For the Mc, Ronald McDonald House. It was great. Kat could not have been better. Last Thursday night. Uh, a couple Thursday nights Two ago. Thursdays ago. She was unbelievably talented. So talented that I was getting a little drink on and I was like that guitar there that she had signed some like $2 guitar <laughs> like I need to pay a mortgage payment for that it, not quite but I kind of did and then but it went for a good cause it went it all went to them yes. I would have I would have sent it to them anyways and then she signed it and we got our picture with her and it was really cool and she was I honest to god I would absolutely go see her she's fantastic in concert okay. powerful singer and this was at the this was at the depot in Minneapolis okay. inside so we didn't have to worry about getting wet because it was raining and hot that day all right so we also need to check out the uh Liney's stage for their shows. Who else was with Cat at Hairball? Uh, that was it. No, that was it. Okay. Yeah, that was it. But you know, they're they do a good they do a good job of bringing up or bringing in, excuse me, good acts and whatever. I'd I'm rather pay five hundred dollars for Cat than one dollar for the Impractical Jokers. Yeah, I to would town. not. I have no idea what they're going to do. I would not do that. I, unless, wait a minute. What you don't think they're going to do the the screen of and here is our bit. In Montreal. What could they do? Uh, you know what what else are they going to do? That's probably what they would do, I would uh, guess. Maybe they're, maybe, you know what? Someone's going to go there and they're going to say, that was great. So good. Because the state fair is just not going to say, oh, do you guys want to do a QA? I mean, they're not going to do that. They obviously How do you have get to the have TV. <laughs> yes. Call us now. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's got it. They must have something good. Otherwise, the, the state fair wouldn't book them because they always book great shows. Yeah, they, they do. Yeah. They do. And I was trying to find the Liney stage, but now I can't find it on here. Liney stage will have some great it's, local talents. Uh, Maybe we, John Leinenkugel could come onto the beer show when we're at the State Fair. No, screw him. I don't like him anymore. I love him. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. He's I'm the best kidding. of the best. He really is. I know. Uh, we've got a lot of bands that are being listed right now, but I can't. Oh, here we go. Liney Bandshell stage. We got uh, we got about a minute and a half here. Okay. Um, Tower of Power. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first two nights. All right. I do that. Yeah. 50th anniversary tour. Uh, the next two nights, the Bodines. Yeah, and keep absolutely. in mind, these are all free. Yeah. Problem is, it's packed. 
at yeah, at showtime, but but it's free. Grab yourself spot a lineys and sit down. And- August twenty seventh to twenty eighth. And Vogue. Oh, really? Let's go get our eighth grade on and go watch in Vogue. Okay. Uh, Clay Walker, the next two nights. Former Journey lead vocalist Steve Aguri? Is that the guy that took over? Yeah, he's the Japanese guy. Oh. Yeah, and I think he changed his name to Steve because it was Steve Perry. And then Steve Aguri was like... I can do this. And he sounds just like him. Really? Yes. Okay. Off the ticket. That would and be worth it, actually. The last two nights is Har Mar Superstar. So good, He's great, too. Kudos to uh, the Lineys band shell for uh, putting up a solid lineup. Michael, that was a fast hour. Yes, it was. Rivers, you are the best. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Manny Hill. Talk mm-hmm. to you tomorrow. And uh, if you missed any portion of this award-winning program, you can always check out the podcast. And you can find that beautiful podcast online at 1500ESPN.com. Fort Manny Hill, Fort Mike Fratelloni, and our friends at Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. My name is Chris Reavers. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you again next Thursday night. The Dan Levitard Show is up next. Cheers.